Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will go with me to John 10. The last time I spoke on this program, I talked about Jesus and hell and how the Father sent him to hell, how Jesus had to go to hell, and he went there to pay for our sins. Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, devil. He doesn't like to hear that. Jesus went to hell for us. And I'm going to talk about an aspect of the resurrection today that you may have never seen before, but it's a wonderful thing. Do you know that if Jesus had not raised from the dead, if he was still down there paying for our sins, you and I would join him. We'd have to go to hell because there'd be no hope for us. Amen. Our hope came in the resurrection. Our answer came with the resurrection. Our forgiveness, our justification, our prosperity, our healing came with the resurrection. But to get that resurrection through, Jesus had a job to do. And I want to share that with you today. So in John 10, I want to remind us, verse 17, Jesus speaking. Now Jesus says, therefore does my father love me. Because I lay down my life that I might take it again. He said, no man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. Now, I want to remind you that the man that is standing here saying this is a just a man. He is a man. Jesus was fully human. He had to be. You can't kill a God, and God cannot bear sin. Amen. And Jesus had to do both. So he had to leave being a God. He had to leave all that ability, and he had to come and become a man for us. For us. He came for us. And I love this first sentence. It says, therefore, does my Father love me? You will see in the next couple of minutes the love that the Father has to you. God has for you and the love that Jesus has for his father and for you also. This is a work between two, two entities. This is God the father who loved us more than anything. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He sent Jesus to do this and Jesus loved the father so much he came. He's going to do the will of the Father. And when I left you last time, Jesus was in hell. But I want us to go back to Isaiah 53 and show you why he's there. Amen. Isaiah 53, verse 6. This is Jesus on the cross. Now remember, this is Jesus as a man. He went to the cross as a man. So he, had, he felt every pain. He felt the, the scourge. He felt the nails. He felt the sin on him. He felt the pain of everybody, every bone becoming out of joint. And why did he do that? He had to do it as a man. It says, I think in Corinthians, it says, by man came death Amen. and by man came the resurrection from the dead to, to bring us the resurrection, to get us back what Adam gave up. Jesus had to do it as a man. Now, verse 6, all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. That includes you. That includes me. He said, and the Lord, and the Lord God, this is Jehovah, this is the Father, has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. All our sin, God took. God took and he laid it on the body of Jesus 
while Jesus was on the cross. He had to. He had to. Jesus bore our sin. He who knew no sin. When they first nailed him to that tree, folks, he didn't have any sin in him. He didn't have any sin in him. But God met him. And God laid his hands on Jesus. And he laid all our iniquity on that body, on Jesus. And it went into his soul. And it says in verse 10, yet it pleased the Father to do so. It made God happy to put your sin on Jesus' body. Hallelujah. I want you to consider, I want you to see your sin on the body of Jesus. I want you to consider that, to think about it, to meditate on that, how your sin went on his body. It's a good thing to do, folks. It's fun to do because of the end result. I want you to consider that. I want you to meditate on Jesus, how he had your sin on him. It said, yet it pleased the Father to do so. And it has put him to grief. That word has made him sick. It made Jesus sick. It made the God happy to make Jesus sick. Do you hear that? The word of God written on here, written and forever, says that it made the Father happy that Jesus was made sick. It made the Father happy to make Jesus sick. He made him sick with your sickness your disease, your pain, that sciatica, that cancer, that rheumatism, that, that all those sicknesses went on Jesus' body for you. And it says, then I shall make his soul an offering for sin. Jesus' soul became an offering. Jesus' soul took our sin. Jesus, who knew no sin, became a murderer, became an adulterer, became a thief, became an unbeliever, became a liar, became every sin that we could commit. Jesus became, and he died the world's worst sinner. He died the world's worst sinner. He died with your sin on him. And what happens when a man dies with sin? He goes to hell. Amen. Jesus goes to hell. Now, I want you to turn with me to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59, verse 1. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Amen. Do you hear those words? Do you hear those words? You'll see why those words are true. You think you're in an impossible situation? Listen to these words. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Oh, he can save. He will save to the uttermost. Whatever problem you've got, whatever situation you're in, he can save. His hand is not shortened, and he's reaching it out today towards you. He's saying, listen to these words, how I'm going to save you. It says, neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. Your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you that he cannot hear. Do you hear that? Sin. What does sin cause the Father to do? It says it right here. Your sins, your sins have hid God's face from you and that he will not hear. Here, he can't hear you with the sin. He will not hear with the sin. Do you know this applies to Jesus on the cross? Do you realize these words apply to Jesus on the cross? When he took your sin, God turned his back on him. He turned his back on him. 
What did Jesus say on the cross? My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Right here, because he had your sin on him. Jesus became your sin, and the Father turned his back on Jesus. And not only that, when Jesus cried out, my God, my God, God would not hear him. Would not hear him. Turn with me to Psalm 22. Amen. Jesus in hell, paying for our sin. Thank God Jesus went to hell and paid for your and I's sin. So you and I aren't going to have to pay for it. Uh, Psalm 22, verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's Jesus on the cross. He said, why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my roaring, Jesus is crying out and the Father's not listening. Do you see that? Here, the Father is not listening. Why? Because Jesus has our sin on him. Because Jesus became sin. You know, like I've said so many times before, God told me, Kathy, Jesus didn't carry your sins in a suitcase. He carried him in his soul. He became our sin. This is Jesus, the murderer. This is Jesus, the child beater. This is Jesus, the extortioner. This is Jesus, the thief. This is Jesus, the liar. This is Jesus, the hater, hanging on the cross. Amen. And God won't hear him. God won't hear him. Verse 2, oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. He said, and in the night season, and I'm not silent. I'm not silent. Jesus is crying out to the Father, but God will not hear. Now remember, Jesus said, the Father gave me a commandment to lay down my life and to pick it up again. But Jesus is a man. Jesus is a man. He does not have any power to come out of hell. Do you understand that? Jesus has no power or ability to come out of hell. He can't. He's a man. The only thing Jesus has is the command that God gave him, and Jesus has faith. But that faith is being tested. All right, turn with me to Psalm 69. This is also a psalm talking about Jesus in hell. He says, uh, verse 1, Psalm 69, when you have your devotional time, when you have time with the Lord, read these psalms. Find out what Jesus did for you. Psalm 69, he says, save me, O God, for the waters are come into my soul. He said, I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I am coming to deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. I am weary of my crying. Jesus calling out, my throat is dried. Mine eyes fail. Joel was just talking about eyes. Here are Jesus' eyes in hell, and they have failed. He has no eyes. He cannot see. He said, I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. He's crying out, but God will not hear him. God will not hear him. Why? He's still paying for your sin. For your sin. Jesus is paying in hell for your sin. Think about those sins that you've done and think about them on that tree. Now go with me to Psalm 88. 
This is Jesus again. Inhale. And I want to begin in verse 9. Jesus inhale. He said, mine eyes mourneth by reason of affliction. He said, Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. He's calling out to the Father, but the Father's not listening. He said, wilt thou show wonders to the dead? Shall the dead arise and praise thee? Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave or thy faithfulness in destruction? Jesus isn't giving up. He said, shall thy wonders be known in the dark and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. Unto thee have I cried. And he says, and in the morning, and in the morning, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. You see, he never stopped praying while he was in hell. He's a man. He's suffering the wrath of hell. He said, but uh, my prayer prevent thee. Lord, why cast off my soul? Why hidest thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. This is how we know it's Jesus. Jesus knew from a youth he was going to the cross. He said, while I suffer thy tears, I am distracted. Jesus suffering the tears. Jesus suffering the wrath of God. He says in in the next sentence, thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy tears have cut me off. He said, they came about daily like water. They compassed me about together. Lover and friend as I put far from me and mine acquaintance into darkness. Jesus suffered the wrath of God so he wouldn't have to put his wrath on you. Do you understand that? The father poured out his wrath on Jesus in hell so he wouldn't have to pour out his wrath on you. Jesus suffered the wrath you should have gotten. Jesus suffered the wrath you should have gotten. And now, Jesus said in the morning, my prayer will prevent thee. Turn with me to Psalm 18. I'm going to begin in verse 4. This is Jesus. He said, the sorrows of death compassed me about, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows... The cords of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. Jesus is a man. He can't come out. He has no power to get out of hell. He has no power to get himself out. But he had a commandment. He has faith. And he's waiting on the Father. Verse 6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. And remember the last psalm, it says, in the morning, in the morning, my prayer will prevent thee. Well, look at this verse. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God, and he heard my voice. Amen. He heard my voice. Three days in hell. And now, as Isaiah 53 says, when he saw the travail of his soul, he was satisfied. Three days Jesus suffered for you. Three days he took the wrath of God on him. And the third day, the third day, God was satisfied with that sacrifice. And he heard him. He heard Jesus crying. He heard Jesus crying. And what's he do? He's going to go get him. The time is done. He's going to go get him. God said, that's enough. That's enough. Go with me to verse 15. 
He says, and then the channels of waters were seen and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. And this is Jesus speaking. He sent from above. He took me and he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from the women which hated me for they were too strong for me. Jesus is a man. Death was too strong for him. Hell was too strong for him. Our sin, too strong for him, but not too strong for God. Not too strong for the power of God. And because Jesus paid, because he satisfied the Father, God went and drew him out of hell. Drew him out. Drew him out. It says the waters parted. God reached down. I think the NIV says reached down and drew Jesus out. Put him back in his body. The gravestone rolled away and Jesus walked out of the grave. Walked out of the grave. Now what you need to understand is the moment, the moment the father was satisfied and the moment the father went to go get Jesus was the moment your sins were forgiven. God could not have pulled out Jesus out of hell with sin. He could not have brought him out with sickness. He could not have brought him out with poverty. He had to forgive. He had to clean. He had to heal to bring him out of hell, and he did. Every sin was forgiven. Every sickness was healed. Every poverty spirit was dealt with. Jesus was drawn out of hell and put back in that body, and that body was totally healed, totally forgiven, totally justified, totally redeemed, and never to die again. And you know what? The Father has that same plan for you. The same power that he used on Jesus, he will use on you if you will let him and believe him and go after it. And he will give you the same power that he used to get Jesus out of hell. But you have to be born again to receive that, to receive that power, to receive God working in your life. You have to be born again. Jesus said you must be, must be. That's your Savior that walked out of the grave. He said, you must be born again. And we are going to give you an opportunity at the end to do that. Listen, follow, do that. Let God take your life and give it the same power he gave to Jesus. I want to pray for you first. Father, open their eyes. Turn them from darkness to light. Turn them from the power of Satan to God. Forgive. Minister forgiveness of their sins. Minister the inheritance that has been provided among the sanctified ones by the faith of Jesus Christ that's in my heart. I want to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, Open their eyes. (laughs) Turn them from darkness to light. Turn them from the power of Satan to God. Minister forgiveness of their sin to them. Minister the inheritance that is among the 
sanctified was by the faith of Jesus Christ that is in my heart. Now, in addition, speak Jesus and be saved. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.